um, I, f- I often hear mm. people are surprised that it's actually a mini IVF. Having oh, your wow. eggs frozen is the first half of an IVF cycle. So it's not a case of, oh, I'm going to pop along to the clinic tomorrow and have my eggs frozen. Yeah. <laughs> um, you embark on the stages of the process. Um, and that can begin with something. Sometimes doctors will do something called down regulation where they shut your ovaries off. M- maybe for a couple of weeks. It's like, a bit like a, a stimulated menopause. <laughs> I think we spoke about this briefly as well recently was, um, let's say I'm a 35 year old woman. I still have my my life partner and I feel like I want when I do, I'd want to have kids. So it's a way of securing that 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 um, that privilege of having a child uh, later on. Okay, um, so that's the law. So then what is the procedure like? Like, what does it involve? And what are some of the, I want to say the psychological factors, uh, you know, attached to it? Because it is, it is a, it's not an easy procedure. And a lot of people don't know that, I think. Yeah, I think. And that's a great question. One of the things that I um, often, um, I I often hear Mm -hmm. people are surprised that it's actually a mini IVF. Having your eggs frozen is the first half of an IVF cycle. So it's not a case of, oh, I'm going to pop along to the clinic tomorrow and have my eggs frozen. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You embark on the stages of the process. um, And that can begin with something. Sometimes doctors will do something called down regulation where they shut your ovaries off. Maybe for a couple of weeks. It's a bit like a a stimulated menopause. Okay. in those cases are normally if somebody has endometriosis or they have underlying health conditions and they want to try and improve the number and the quality of the eggs. Um, if you are quite healthy and you've had no concerns, um, they might just start at stage two, which would be egg, uh, sorry, follicle stimulation. Okay. So every month our body naturally releases something called FSH, which is follicle stimulating hormone. Okay. And that makes a couple of our follicles grow. Now, if we're not having medication, by the time we come to ovulation, you'll release one, maybe two eggs, which is how we get non-identical twins. But oh. most people release one egg. Okay. With IVF or with the follicle-stimulating injections, so this is where we get the injection part that you see pictures of IVF and women injecting exactly. themselves. Exactly, yes. You inject yourself daily for... It's normally between 10 and 14 days, approximately. Okay. And you have regular ultrasounds. So what your doctor will do is look at the number of follicles on your ovaries and how they're growing. Um, and they'll get bigger and bigger and bigger. And the the doctor in the clinic will adjust your medication depending on how many follicles you have and how you're responding. Okay. And then you get to the third step, which is something called a trigger shot. So you go in, you have the ultrasound, and your doctor says, yes, you have a number of follicles they're all looking a really good size so let's trigger their maturation so the final stage of the maturation process okay so you have this injection at a very specific time and then 36 hours later you go into the clinic you're sedate heavily sedated or you have an anesthetic mm-hmm. um, and then your eggs are removed and okay. that's done by inserting a needle through the vaginal wall into um, the ovaries and they remove the fluid from each follicle. Okay. That's then given to the embryologist. The embryologist will clear out the fluid and count how many eggs you have. Okay. I de- the number of eggs um, varies. 
it right. really, you know, it's so, it, it changes, but it's a pr- average 10 to 15. Um, it's not always about quantity. Quality mm-hmm. is very important mm-hmm. as well. Some women have a lot more, some women have less, but ultimately um, those eggs will then be frozen. Right. Okay. And the validity of this these eggs, does it vary or is it like standard? Like when you freeze them, how long do you have until well, you have to use them? You, you is that even a question? Yeah, I'm, I'm but, actually curious. So what what was it? What's the... Um, I think I think it was last year an embryo was fro- was defrosted that was maybe f- I think 40 years old now I'm oh, going to have wow. to go back and have a look at this Oh my goodness but okay. it was a, an old enough embryo um and it's absolutely fine resulted in a pregnancy unbelievable it's, oh that's fantastic I yeah. never knew that I thought it was like a 5 to 10 years or whatever no, we lo- we once they're frozen they're frozen for however However long long. you have to renew the freezing so you have to pay normally annually to keep eggs and embryos frozen yeah um and depending on the country you're in, the laws vary. Um, I think initially in the UAE it was five years and then you just apply and they extend it for you. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's not really, because it's so new. Oh wow. Oh wow. Fertility treatment is only really it's about 45 years old oh okay yeah so that's pretty not, recent yeah yeah it's not I, that old oh wow yeah i think that's where my confusion might have come in was reading that you know you have to renew it every every five years and i thought maybe that's like yeah how long it stays valid but i, I never knew that it could stay for as long as yeah and the law I, I know like laws in the uk originally were you could only freeze it for a certain time period but they've now extended that so it is changing wow all the time wow fascinating okay um and did i don't know if you have these numbers i'm, I'm not sure if these things have been released <laughs> or if there's data um, collected but do you know the success rate of these uh procedures like yeah. uh, later on women that have come back and you know actually use the eggs to it's again a very good question Mm -hmm. um the thing that i would say before getting into those statistics is i often say that that conceiving is is a triangle okay and each point of the triangle needs to be aligned for a conception to happen all right so firstly you have egg and egg quality Mm -hmm. and then you have sperm and then you have environment. So we're looking at the uterus, the uterine thickness. If one of these elements doesn't align, you're not going to conceive. Right. So that all needs to happen first. Now, when you, if you've frozen your eggs and let's say three years down the line, you meet the man of your dreams, you marry him, and you say, we want to have a, a family. Now, equally, you may conceive spontaneously. Mm-hmm. So with, I want to say fertility preservation I don't always like that approach because okay. it's like it's a guaranteed thing. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. I think freezing your eggs is a little bit like an insurance policy that may or may not pay out. Right. That you know, it's not always guaranteed. But if we were to look at an average say 33-year-old that's got 10 eggs frozen, when you defrost them, you expect a, a approximately 80 to 90% to survive the thaw because they don't all survive the thaw. All right. So you could be left from 10, you could then have eight. Okay. And then you've got to fertilize the remaining eight. And out of that eight, maybe 70 to 80% will fertilize. So you might be left with, say, six fertilized Mm -hmm. eggs. Mm -hmm. And then they need to make it to day five 
to be transferred. And in that process, you can lose up to 40%. So out of those 10 eggs, you may, a very good number would be three embryos that okay. are five days old. And that would be great because that gives you three separate attempts if you're having them transferred separately right. at a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that on average it takes three embryo transfers to achieve a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that go into IVF from start to finish don't get pregnant on the first try. Um, so it's a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, There's no guarantee with it, but it does give you the possibility. And when you freeze your eggs, you're freezing them at the age you are now. So if you're 33 and you freeze your eggs and you use them when you're 39... Your chances of conception are based on that of a 33-year-old, not right. a 39-year-old. Right. Yeah, that's that's uh, very important to know because yeah. I think people confuse it. They think, oh, okay, yeah. I'm conceiving it as a 39-year-old. But yes. technically it's – and that's the whole point of egg freezing, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's essentially the, the idea behind it. Okay, so um, moving on to the – I want to say, I I know that you did speak about it, but what are some of the psychological implications that are that happen post procedure, Mm -hmm. I guess? Is is there any of that or during maybe during the the process? Um, I think one element is the unknown. So a lot of people are really surprised by what I was just talking about, the fact that an actual fact you could only end up with. you, you know, your eggs might not survive the thaw or if you're doing IVF, you might only end up with one embryo. And mm-hmm. that's a huge shock because you're like, well, I have all of these eggs and only this many have fertilized and this many have made it to this day. So psychologically, it can, the pressure can feel huge because, again, it's all on the woman because the process is happening to the woman so you feel a lot of responsibility to produce enough eggs to produce a good quality and then if you don't get a pregnancy out of it um, you almost mourn the loss of that embryo because we always say pregnant until proven otherwise so once you've had that embryo put in for two weeks until you get that positive pregnancy test or negative pregnancy test or you might get your period before then you are pregnant and it can feel like the loss because you envisage when your baby's going to be due what you're going to be doing for the next nine months how that's going to look so grief plays a big part in it pressure plays a big part in it Um, self-blame plays a big part in it as well having knowing all the information in advance does help because it's not such a shock it's not such Mm -hmm. a surprise if it doesn't go the way you want it to right um but equally you know many people do have success stories of course out of it pregnancy a lot of women i support as well through pregnancy you your goal is pregnancy mm-hmm. so throughout fertility treatment is pregnancy pregnancy and then when you get to it you think everything's going to be fine and then it's not because then you're like well I'm still in the danger zone, I'm going to lose this baby Mm. or I'm going to get to this point and there's going to be a problem. And then it can be very hard to have that pregnancy because you're always thinking something's going to go wrong because of how hard you fought Mm -hmm. to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, For egg freezing, I think women are just like, I'm just going to do it now and and I'll deal with it now. And then when it comes to using their eggs, they haven't really thought about that part. 
Right. So they don't factor in where are they going to be financially, how are they going to pay for the other half of treatment. So thinking about all these things so that you don't have the stress and the pressure of when right. it comes to in five years' time, if this hasn't happened, I want to do this with my eggs. Yes. You don't have to worry about, oh, now I need to transport them to Greece or yes. Spain or somewhere. Wherever it is, yeah. You know, so factoring in those things as well. It's interesting that you mentioned um, mourning the loss of the baby mm-hmm. um, when when you've had it done because you feel like, okay, it's, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sort of envisioning, you know, like my life with this baby being pregnant for nine months. And I read an article recently, I think it was a first, uh, first person account. Mm -hmm. Um, This woman wrote her journey with trying to conceive. And it was down to as simple as getting her period. And Mm-hmm. She that was her mourning a loss yep. because she had been trying for, you know, during her ovulation window and she thought, OK, this is it. This is it. And then once she got her period, it was as if she she's mourning a loss. Yep. And technically it's just it didn't happen. But yep. it's even as simple as that. It so is. I can only imagine what it's like with a procedure, yeah. you know, as big as IVF or, yep. or you know, with um, egg freezing and and then later on you know you give me goosebumps talking about that because really I, that I've I've been in that exact same situation I've yes. been at work I've got my period I've burst into tears exactly because every month is this cycle of hope and of this is going to be it and this is the one and then it's not the one and yes. then yeah it's it's just it's tough uh, really tough it's really yeah. tough and and as you said more so on the woman because mm-hmm. the focus is always on the woman and you always and us as women as well we have a tendency to blame ourselves yes. and we always go to that as a first instinct yeah. so it's it, it's it's even it, like it's sort of like innate yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. It's, and it's so easy to blame yourself unbelievable self-criticize we're yes. very good at that exactly yeah. as women <laughs> we're very good at that okay so we can go on and on yeah. i just feel like we can always talk Sorry. about this topic no no don't <laughs> so apologize much, yeah. i have so much to ask but you know again you're a very busy woman and i know that we're <laughs> on a tight schedule but i just wanted to ask because you have so much knowledge, how can people find you? Like, how can I come to Hazel and have like a one-on-one cons- consultation? Do you have like seminars or do you have consultations? Like, how does it work? So I do I do a mixture. Um, I founded the Prepared Pineapple. Okay. I'm like, why the prepared? So the pineapple is a symbol of <laughs> fertility. And oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. There was, there's this, uh, it's an old wife's tale, but it's uh, bromelain is a blood, an anti-inflammatory. And a blood, so and okay. that's in the pineapple pineapples so exactly people yeah. say if you eat pineapple cores it will help conception so it's kind of become this symbol of um fertility um, interesting and preparation i'm that's what i do i help to prepare people i give them education i give them empowerment so my instagram my website is the prepared pineapple um i do one-to-one consultations and i also have an online platform with all the information that you can need if you are trying to conceive spontaneously, if you are going through IVF, if you are freezing your eggs, um, all the content is there so you don't have to Google it and you can access that for as long as you need to. You can kind of watch the videos as you're going through the process depending where you are, if you're having initial investigations or if you're about to start IVF or you want to track your cycle better and know more about ovulation. All of that information is is there, so you can reach out to me That's through the website or 
That's fabulous. I mean, no people don't have to depend on WebMD, you know, to no. get their answers yes. when, you know, they get it from someone who actually has experience in in that area or in that yeah. field. Okay, and my last question, last one, I promise. <laughs> um, what's your advice? Like just your advice for people who are either trying to conceive or worried about conceiving or or the journey, their fertility, you know, journey as a whole. So I would I would say educate yourself. Right. Make sure you're fully informed so that you can make informed decisions. Try not to feel pressured into anything, you know, especially with egg freezing and with IVF. There's, there can be a lot of pressure. You can have an appointment and, uh, you know, I, I spoke to a client the other day and she's like, we only had one consultation and they were like, you should just do this now. Come back on your next period and we'll start the process. And they were like, I, I, I'm not ready. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so be your own advocate because no one else is going to advocate for you. Um, and the biggest thing that I always say wherever you are is always trust your instincts if you feel something isn't right and somebody dismisses you or says don't worry about it go and see someone else if you're ready and you just want to do an IVF then do one but always trust your gut Mm -hmm. what that tells you because it's very rarely wrong there you have it. Educate yourself, trust your gut, and visit the prepared pineapple <laughs> to get more information. Hazel, thank you so much. It was thank lovely you having so you. We'd love to have you back. I mean, these these yeah. topics are always, you know, bringing up other topics, yeah. and there's always more to talk about. So we'd love to have you back. Thank you so much. Thank it's been you. A pleasure.